Hey guys, this is Brian Holleran. You may know me from obviously the Clerks movies, but you're listening to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Nice. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 64, which is quite possibly the greatest candy-stealing minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And the beating finally comes to a merciful end this week. Uh, we've had a half of last week of Brody just getting the crap kicked out of him in the hallway. Right. He's, ben, uh, ben grabs his chin and says, are we clear on that? And he says, uh, Renee who? So I guess he's done. I guess he's clear on that. Yeah, this is a. <laughs> yeah. This is actually this is Batman Year One, what we're watching here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's the, the first victim of the Batman before he went completely crazy. He's not exactly fighting evil at this point. He's the evil. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he's he's more being a real uh, kind of a d bag. <laughs> I okay. never want to get all right, Bryce. I do like that. <laughs> I mean, when he calls him Bryce instead of Bruce, <laughs> yeah. letting you know that not like, him. Yeah. Um, apparently to Brody, this guy's like his Lex Luthor, but like this guy doesn't even know who the hell he is. Right. He doesn't even care. I'm trying to see where he kick. He kind of gives him like a kick in the ass. I think it's supposed to be his yeah, ribs, but it's definitely, like kicks him. it's definitely in the ass though. Hey, guess what? It's not even in his ass because you hear his foot squeak on the floor. It's on the floor that he kicks. Oh, I think he does a fine job. <laughs> and, and Brody moves way too late. After he kicks him, you hear the floor squeak. And then like a second later, Brody moves. Yeah, uh, I do enjoy that he gives the uh, – there's a good line here that's not in the theatrical cut when he's like, oh, that's nice. I'll remember that when I'm uh, fucking your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good line. It's a real <laughs> mid-90s athletic delivery of this like, eh, yeah, you know, I got it. <laughs> yeah. While he's putting on his oversized jacket. <laughs> yeah, then he goes into having a sale at the, at the uh, fashionable mail too. Well, he does it a couple times. He does it when he's getting ready to walk away. He does the – like one of those, like when he does like a little – Kind of like yeah, sla- he does like a little snap, and he does it after he offers him the sale too. You know what I wrote that down as the two finger douchebag point. That's what yeah. I wrote down as. <laughs> yeah, as he walks out, he goes click, gives him that last little point. It is a douchebag yeah. move, and I one hundred percent think Affleck brought that to the role. You think so? You think he brought that over? Oh, absolutely. That's definitely the type of thing he would have done at this time in his career. I'm just like, yeah, this is a little bit of business here. I give myself something to do. I believe they were talking about him at this time in his career putting his like his balls on the back of people's necks and shit too. So. Oh, they yeah, they would say he would like take his dick out all the time. <laughs> right, pull it out of the side of his shorts and ask if he, if he sat in gum and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> he'll never admit to that now, I'm sure. Well, yeah, because that was that's when they were still tight up until like what around like 2002 ish, and then all oh, what the hell? Yeah, I don't even know if it went bad. I think he just went away. Well, you get girlfriends who don't like your friends. Yeah, that's what happens. happens. See, it never changes, people. Yeah. It just even if you're rich and famous, if your girlfriend doesn't like your friends, you ain't gonna see them no more. <laughs> right, you're not gonna see them friends too much. All right, so do you have anything else to say about the epic hallway beatdown? I mean, second only to the Daredevil fight, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be a couple cuts in this fight, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, slightly less people and uh, a little bit less, uh, a little bit less visually interesting. But to bring it back around again, he was Daredevil at one time. Ah, fair point. <laughs> it's funny, but whenever we, whenever we're talking about him, whenever like, yeah, he's the real Daredevil. <laughs> it's never, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's you know I didn't hate those movies. That movie though, those movies. There's only one. Um, it's not a. Right. It's not good. It's definitely a. Uh, it suffers from a few problems, mostly being a bad yeah. movie overall. It really is a sign of the times because it's just post X Men and I guess the first Spider Man came out. Yeah, I think I was happy to see a Daredevil movie. But they, they that at that point they were like, we got it, we've got the secret sauce, we know how to make these movies. Yeah. And then, but the problem was, if you remember, that's 2002. So the the Matrix stink is still all over everything. Okay. So if you watch that movie again, a lot of shitty wire work in that movie. Also, I don't like the um, the dance scene in the playground where him and Electra fight. Oh that yeah, really but it's, yeah, the fights. It looks like <laughs> Charlie's Angels. The fights. Yeah, where yeah, it's terrible. That movie leaned into it where the like, people are doing obvious wire work where they're jumping eight feet and they're, like doing weird backflips right. and shit, which I think he does at least five backflips in that movie, or his stuntman does anyway. Yeah. Well, that was back with the Marvel backflip too. Marvel had every the backflip in every movie. Do you remember that the slow yeah. motion backflip? That was like that kind of like second wave of movies where we're like, okay, we don't quite have it down yet of how to make these movies. Right. <laughs> like uh, we need to, you know, retool this a little bit. This is not working out well. Was that before or after the Hulk? Which one? I think it was. Uh, I'm not going to look it up because who wants that? I feel like it was post Ang <laughs> Lee, but pre Edward Norton because the MCU post had Ang started. Lee, yeah, yeah Ang Lee was 2000, 2000, 2001. Oh, uh, okay. You actually going to make me look this up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to go with whatever you said, but Ang Lee Hulk was the two thousand three. It's before. Well, either way, they're both not great movies. Um, Hulk <laughs> suffer, suffers from the other issue of um, early CGI. Oh, really bad. Yeah, it looks like a video game. Yeah, it, it, the whole thing's like a video game cutscene. Yeah. And listen, yeah. I've had people, if you're out there, if you're one of these people, I've had people try to explain to me how this Ang Lee Hulk is this misunderstood gem, and I just don't get it, and it has these deep emotional <laughs> things. No, it's not. Listen, I, I like Ang Lee. He's, he's a good filmmaker. He's made good movies. This is just not one of them. <laughs> again, I didn't hate the Hulk. I think I liked. The, I think I wanted to see a Hulk movie at this time. Yeah. I don't think I would watch it again. But at the time, I thought it was okay. And like even the Edward Norton Hulk movies, like, eh, it's all right. Yeah, it's, yeah. I put it up there with like, um, it's on the same plane as like maybe Iron Man Two, uh, Doctor Strange, where like I watch them and they're like, okay, it was a movie. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. You know, lower echelon MCU, but still. You know, it took him a, a what a third, a fourth try, a third try to get the Hulk right. You yeah, know? well, I mean, basically yeah. they got the Hulk right in like <laughs> Avengers and Thor Ragnarok. I mean, that's where the Hulk's right. right. Yeah, he's much better as like a, a supporting player, let's say, than the star <laughs> of the movie. That and it costs a lot less. Like in the last Infinity War, we're like, how about we just don't make him Hulk, and then we don't have to pay all that money <laughs> <Yeah>. for CGI. <laughs> let's make him fight with the Hulk in his head. And that's all. <laughs> yeah, that'll save us a lot of money. I totally expected him to show up as the Hulk eventually, like towards the end of the movie. I thought they were saving it. <laughs> they are saving uh, it for the next movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, unfortunately, we have to go back to the, the mundane world of the mall where T.S. is hanging out with Gwen. Yeah. Did we ever get along? Yeah. He says once or twice. says, why were we together so long? You had cable. <laughs> now, I assume she's just completely deflecting from him and not wanting to let right. him know why they really broke up, which – as we find out later, it's basically because she liked to fuck around. Yeah, because she was banging everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she, is, she literally is, like, one of the, like, ten coolest women on Earth. Of like, she just hangs around with this group and that group. And she's like, this, oh, yeah. is, this is her ex-boyfriend. 
and they have like no problems between them. Like he's even asking questions about their relationship, and she just plays it off like it's nothing. She's not getting mad. Yeah. She's not saying whatever and shit like that. It's almost like she's 27 and they're all like 19. And she's like that much more advanced than the rest of them. (laughs) Yeah. And then she said, what does she say? Where's your sense of romance? And he gives the, uh, the international sign for, I don't have a sense of romance, which is jerking off. Is it romance? What does she say? It's not romance. Where's your sense of chivalry? Not romance. Chivalry. Yeah. Yeah. My sense of chivalry died in the 1500s with medieval Europe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to take a bold position here. Um, chivalry shouldn't exist anymore. <laughs> chivalry uh, is an outdated custom and, and needs to go away. <laughs> you can't have chivalry and equality. They're not the same thing. So I mean, you, I got, yeah. Am I, gonna, I, I am chivalrous, I guess you should say. I hold the door. You know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see, I'm going to stop you right there. That's not chivalry. That's courtesy. <laughs> That's cur- okay. Well, that's what the Urban Dictionary has chivalry written as courtesy, courtesy to women. Yes, yeah. but if you're just courteous to everyone, you don't have to worry about making it per gender. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not really courteous to everyone. So, like, if I'm you're whole, if you're I'm, at Wawa and you're holding the door open, like you'll hold it for the woman and then it. slam it in the dude's face. No, 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 no. If I walk up to the door and there's a woman walking up, I grab the door, I step aside, I let her go in. If I walk up to the door, there's a man walking up with me, I open the door, I walk through, and I push the door open for him. As I walk <laughs> <laughs> I'm still being courteous, yeah. but it's different. I don't know. Well, Am I going to get yelled at one day for holding the door? Probably. You don't need to hold the probably, door. Probably get asshole. maced. <laughs> yeah, I'll get maced. <laughs> well, I mean, I will say I did hold the door open one time for somebody that was coming in that had a uh, was having trouble walking. They had like a, a cane, right. and I obviously had a physical issue. So I did what you just said. I opened the door and stood to the side, and then they gave me shit about it. Right. Well, I mean, to the point where they gave me shit about it, and I said, how about next time I fucking slam it on you? Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Every time I've held the door open for, like, a man, they look at me like, you know, what are you hitting on me? So I don't hold the door like that for them. I held it for women, but for men, I just push it open for them. I just push it open for everybody. It just <laughs> makes my life a lot easier. No, chivalry but is why like... Why do they get mad at you? The problem is that if you do the true form of chivalry, you're basically saying um, the other person can't handle themselves. You're putting them on a pedestal. Oh, I'm just I like, oh, this fair maiden, this fair creature can't she can't do it on <laughs> her own. I better hold this door open for her. You know, she doesn't have a steady income stream, so I better pay for dinner for her. Now it's yeah, different. Yeah, like yeah, obviously, okay. if you know you're paying for dinner because you're, you know, you're trying to date the person, that's a little different. That's not really chivalry. That's more of like a down payment. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, you're you, at that point. You're you're leasing with an option to buy. <laughs> Why pay for the cow when you get the sexual? Oh, free? That's I, the question. A very a very smart woman always <laughs> told me that. We are definitely going to catch shit in a quicker stop about this, by the way. <laughs> if not I'm just personally at home, catch shit in a quicker stop. <laughs> yeah, she's also the one that notices poor uh, Brody has been beaten up. Yeah, and wait, this is I have a problem with this. Now that you say she's notices Brody. Can you just lay bleeding in a candy store without anybody saying anything to you? I don't know. The candy store looks pretty busy, so I don't know if the candy employees can come out there. Well, listen, they don't notice him bleeding. They also don't notice Jay stealing shit. They don't notice Jay stealing shit. But if you're laying on the floor in a store, they don't care what's wrong with you. They're coming over and saying, get out of here. Take that somewhere else. I think the only thing saving him is is a candy store, which, let's be honest, candy stores are not exactly, you know, usually flush with people. It is a big-ass candy store. They got a lot of candy in there. Yeah. But there's at least, I can see, six other customers in there. 
So yeah. they're pretty busy. So they might be tied up with customers. Eventually, somebody would come out there and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, you're a bloody mess. Why would you go to the candy store? Or is that just as far as he got yeah. before he collapsed? Or is that where Jay and Bob were and they carried him in there? Jay and Bob are everywhere, apparently. But yeah, they're everywhere. But but uh, Renee doesn't know who they are. Yeah, which is odd because she seems to be pretty <laughs> close really to Brody and TS and yet knows has no idea who Jay and Tom and Bob are, who are obviously well acquainted with these two. Right. Well, I mean, we find out in the next minute a little more about that. But So uh, what does Tom and Bob do with the bunny that he picks up? With the what? Was, if you look at, I don't know what second it is, second 50, he reaches over and okay. picks up the, the bunny out of the container. For seven, 48, 49, 50. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like he puts it up to his mouth or something, too, doesn't he? Oh, is he trying to get it to smoke weed? Oh, that's what it is, it looks like. I think they cut it out, but it looks like he's got a joint in his hand. He's got the it up to the bunny's mouth, and then he chucks the bunny back into the hole, that bag hole there. Ah, yeah, we'll have to find out later in the week. Uh, we got the whole, we got half the gang together here. We know we got a five oh, people yeah. in one scene. That's Just a lot for this movie. <laughs> Poor Brody's being attended the... to with his multiple injuries. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you when they get c- catch up to Jay, he's just like, "You're fucking kidding me!" The Easter Bunny did this. Oh God, yeah. He's obviously at some point while we were away, he's told Jay and Silent Bob a tall tale about the Easter Bunny kicking the crap out of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, said, I guess the real question is he why said he told him that. <laughs> right. Well, that's what he said. He told them the uh, the Easter Bunny at the Menlo Mall was uh, Menlo Park Mall was more convincing. <laughs> Yeah. The Menlo Park Mall, which is... And he jumped the rail and he kicked his ass. Yeah, which is in Edison, New Jersey, for those who are looking for a road trip. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't are look, they, they don't look for the Eden Prairie Mall in New Jersey. It's not here. Yeah, it's not there anymore. <laughs> it's not there at all. It never was there. It's in Minnesota. Oh, oh, right. The mall... <laughs> what am I thinking? Yeah, it's not here <laughs> No, you're just thinking of all the other malls that closed down around here. Right, I, it's in it's in South Jersey. You said it's not here. I just figured they closed it. I mean, North Jersey. I you said it's not here. I just figured they closed it down. And I do believe uh, when we were recording this that Santa is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to run up there and find out exactly how convincing the Menlo Park Santa is, and then come back yeah. in April or March and find out what the uh, the bunny looks like and see which one you think's better. I got to be honest though, uh, when we see the bunny, he may not be wrong. It's a creepy. I've seen. I actually have pictures of my daughter with almost that bunny. Oh, like, yeah. it's pretty close to. That I know everybody bunny. talks about the, the Santa pictures as the problem. No, it's the the Easter Bunny ones are creepy as hell because yeah, people the Easter bunny. people will we go all out that. like getting good Santas, especially at like high traffic malls. Yeah, and even like even a Santa. shitty Santa outfit, if you put any effort into it, can look okay. But some of those Easter bunnies, a white beard. Yeah, you get a oh, white God, beard, yeah. a fat oh. guy, and you know someone who's willing yeah, to play the part. Good. What's he stealing here? Is he stealing like a special dark? Is that what he's getting? I think he just took a handful of like random like uh, it looks like the little Hershey fun size chocolates. Yeah, those miniatures. (laughs) That's what it looks like. I don't think he gives a shit. I think he's just a klepto and has to steal. Right. Well, he was doing that in Clerks also. Remember, he was going around stealing in there too. Yeah, but at that point, you don't know if he was doing it to see like the steal or just because he hated Dante. Right. Well, now we figure it out. He's he likes to steal. Yeah, he just (laughs) he just steals all the time. That's that's pretty much all there is to it. Do you really put a gumball machine in a candy store that has gumballs? I mean, maybe. You're stupid. just trying to have more stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of shit in this candy store. It really is. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it looks more like uh, 
not a candy store you'd see in a mall anymore, but more of like a boardwalk, a boardwalk type thing. Or like if you go up to like yeah. New York and Times Square, you can see this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And it says no sampling right on there too. Oh, you want? I mean, I've been to these places and you're always like, there's so much candy here. I can try so much. And then you buy the exact same shit you buy all the time. Yeah. And you know what you do? You fucking go over and weigh it. And it's like, I have a half a pound of candy. It's $42. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck them candy stores. <laughs> I don't know. I went to Hershey one time and I bought that giant Hershey bar you could get. That's like yeah. three feet in diameter. <laughs> right. And like I'm taking this home and I'm like, what am I gonna do with this? I'll tell you exactly what I did with it. I ate it. You fucking ate it. <laughs> I ate it. That's what I did. <laughs> my my wife and daughter went in and um, made their own when we went to Hershey Park that time, and. Uh, I refuse to go in because I'm not paying like 30 bucks to make my own fucking Hershey bar. <laughs> Way to make your stand. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, guess what? If I'm going to pay that much money, somebody better make it for me. I'm not doing it myself. I like that you had a line and you stuck by it. <laughs> by God, Milton Hershey's <laughs> not getting another fucking cent of my money. <laughs> I, they were in there. I went and sat on the bench while they did it too. I wasn't even going in there. <laughs> I'm going to sit out here and eat a you Mars wanna... bar. How the fuck you like that? <laughs> You want to go in and make a Hershey bar? No, I fucking don't want to go in and make a Hershey bar. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, you're a you're a real Martin Luther King of your uh, ilk, aren't you? Really, know how to know when to stand up. You got to stand for something. Yeah. That's what I stood for. <laughs> you got to stand for something, or you'll fall for everything. Uh, I think uh, I think we've handled this minute. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell uh, Why don't you tell people out there where they can find this lovely podcast and our subsidiary things? <laughs> You can come find us on Dueling Genre. You can also uh, click through their Amazon link and buy some stuff on Amazon, and they get a little kickback, and it doesn't cost you anything. You can go back and find our uh, first podcast, The Burbs Minute. Just Google Burbs Minute. You'll find it. You got anything else, Jeff? I don't think so. Did you say quick or stop? Go in there and harass us, especially after this minute, after we've uh, gone off the rails as usual. I was saving a quick or stop for later on in the week. I didn't want them to go in for this one after we talked about chivalry. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I think that's it for us. Excelsior!